on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. everybody to another episode of off the perch it's steve it's chris it's pat and uh hey new york's red new york stays red stays red, Forever red. oh always oh red. god I, I i just switched over to fubo and it's apparently on msg which i guess it's the last thing i watched and it was the uh it was the their only uh ad about red bull oh the uh the mural uh yes uh, Yes. It's a great mural. Love that mural. <laughs> Don't understand all the, the hubbub about it. <laughs> <laughs> that commercial gets played a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, we we continue our winning ways. We're, st- we're yeah. still, what is it? What is it now? Six? Seven games unbeaten. Seven. Seven games unbeaten. Yeah, One five wins. That's astonishing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one nothing went against City at home. Um, it, it's I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say as much as it, like last with the Miami game that it was frustrating. It, it was I was more nervous for this game just because you know we scored early and like we didn't really we didn't score for the rest of the game. But uh, nope, there wasn't really a point where I felt like City was threatening enough that like I, that we were gonna like blow it like there was that there was a few there was that one that was off the post i think there right? was one across the face of goal yeah the one across the face of goal right 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 which i think was offside anyway you're talking about one in like late in the second half yeah or no. like yeah I, I, yeah I think the flag went up and that wouldn't okay. have counted regardless right um uh i mean i'm not as as you guys i i, I mean i think this applies to you too as well like not a huge fan of like expected goals as a thing to read into, but mm-hmm. like the the flow chart from after the game um, was fascinating just because like the first half you could see like both teams are generating chances use like the you know the little bar graph uh, uh, running down the middle and then in the second half like like city like completely like they flatlined like they mm-hmm. they died in the second half they just yeah. they just stopped playing soccer stopped you know, uh, attempting to score, I suppose. And it is strange that, like, the one chance they really had to score um, was that, you know, pr- what, granted, was a pretty impressive volley from outside the box uh, that, that hit the crossbar. Um, and short of that, like, there was the one right at the end of the first half, which I'm also convinced, like, haven't seen a replay, but also convinced, like, it wouldn't have counted because there was probably an offside in the buildup. Mm-hmm. They didn't no i mean yeah like uh the you're obviously like nervous because the one goal lead it's a derby match like emotions are very tense like as far as like standings in the table it means quite a lot yep um but yeah like wasn't the kind of game where you felt like we were just absorbing and like uh you know a dangerous amount of pressure and and sort of playing chicken with with uh with the other with the other team like we really were in complete control of this game yeah. and that that's that's it's pleasantly surprising to see after 
much of the season that we've had. And, and I, I think it validates a lot of, a lot of what we'd previously criticized about Struber, um, tactically speaking. No. Yeah. I mean, there was a certain point. I think I remember looking up at one of the, the, the screens during the, during the game, I think it was, some point during the first half and like the possession chart was like we had 28 percent possession and they had 72 percent possession which you know like, we always like having less possession but like that ratio is kind of scary a little bit but in most cases it's scary but I, I, during the game I, at no point did i feel like man they're just like in our side of the field and really like putting like the screws into us like it, it would just they weren't really doing anything with the ball like they yeah it, it was like, like you said, like there was no real threat that they were doing, especially in the second half. Um, but there was, there was never a moment um, that I felt like, man, we're getting battered out there. Um, and we gotta, we gotta, like, we gotta come out of this cause it's gonna, it's gonna end up with us giving up a goal. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like, like you said, nervous, like, like it was like, just give us a second goal so we could breathe. Yeah. yeah is is all i kept like whenever i was talking to anybody at halftime i was like just give me give me a second goal so i can <laughs> like calm the fuck down yeah please um but no i was i mean i went home and, and watched the game and um i thought we played really well like it finally feels like like we're taking all of those 20 30 minute performances of good soccer that we had earlier in the season and putting them into 90 minutes finally yeah like it's a good not, way of putting it, I think. Yeah. It's finally yeah, all like, building, it's all kind of building together to be like more complete as opposed to those bursts of like what looks like a good team. It's all yeah, like like the first game of the season, we had a great first 45 and a terrible second 45. Okay. Like, you know, we're finally putting them all together. Um and hey, the team is loose. They're they're playing rugby at uh at practice today or <laughs> Aussie rules football or something. It was whatever, <laughs> whatever it, it is. Was yeah. some, some other sort of football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's test like credit to the team. Like right now they're, they're running, at, they're in a form right now and they're playing probably goes far as say the best soccer they've, they've played all year. They were, we saw glimpses of, of that kind of potential before the gold cup. And we were saying like, when we said like, oh, the Gold Cup break is going to be the moment where we kind of break through. Um, I'm glad that we finally got to that point now, <laughs> as opposed to to like next year or whatever. But um, yeah, no, it was it was a good win, good good way to to, to kind of wrap up the uh, the kind of season series with with them um, to just come out on top again. Um, fun day out. It was good to just it was good good atmosphere and everything. So. Glad we uh, got out of there with the win. And and now we're just kind of facing what is like essentially looking at the rest of the games, it's almost like a group stage kind of like when I look at the next four games, it's like a group stage to get into the playoffs because all the players, all the teams that were in front of us are teams in our like myths in terms of like standings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have Columbus. Um, and after that, who we have after that again, it's. Uh, so Columbus, DC, Montreal, Atlanta, and then Nashville to wrap us up. But it's just these are all teams, and I know there's like eight, there's like nine teams basically competing for like five spots. Um, but it's I'm really excited to kind of see how this team performs against 
essentially right now like teams that are within our within our like atmosphere like i'm not as far i'm not gonna go as far as say like these these wins didn't really like were didn't amount to anything but i want to see what how we look like against above average teams as opposed to like miami and cincy um with like i guess more (laughs) mediocre teams or like average but like slightly below average teams so i'm looking forward to the next couple of games yeah right i mean uh certainly certainly just in a sense like taking it one step at a time and and understanding that like because i I, i've certainly said it I, i don't know I don't know how much on the same wavelength we all are, but like my my mentality a few weeks ago was like, who gives a shit about playoffs? Yeah. Like, just want to learn something from the end of the season. And now we're in a, in a zone. Like, I still don't care about playoffs. I'm still but, I, if it but, hap- like if it happens, great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, the fact that like there is there is something to like there's something tangible to play for. Like, yeah. getting into the playoffs is a tangible thing, and missing out on them is as well and like the fact that there's there is a goal to reach that that is that is to finish above the playoff line and playing yeah i mean playing teams that are in direct competition is 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 probably going to be like uh, this next month uh where we learn a lot about uh about the team and in a way that we yeah i mean kind of what you said a moment ago like it is fine to beat up on miami um yeah and and i i think that's what again like even with nycfc like they're a team that's completely in a tailspin uh right now um uh at least since they played us i mean we put them in the tailspin so there's something to be said for that but uh i i think there's a there, there's a lot to be learned from the next few months or, or, or from the next few matches um with yeah playing playing teams who are who are uh in in exactly the same zone as we are yeah um, and, I, and i think many of them playing worse soccer and many of them less well coached with the exception of maybe Nashville, I suppose. Um, like, like teams that if the season had gone to plan, like would have been teams that we were stomping every time we played. Yeah. Them. Yeah. 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 Um, no, go ahead. Steve. I was going to, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that, that not only on top of that, it's all these teams that we're, we're facing down now are, are within reach or like right below us or right above us it's also another set of games where it's all kind of back-to-backs where it's we play columbus on saturday we play midweek at dc then we played saturday uh the following saturday um against montreal and then midweek again um against atlanta um so now it's it's kind of a double test where it's playing these teams but also trying to manage um how we present the team each each game um which we did last month um but it's a little bit different now later in the season more more wear on those legs um so yeah it should be interesting yeah uh i mean i don't know i really want to just make the fucking playoffs just because they're such a crapshoot it's yeah they're like Colorado 2010, us 2008. <laughs> like, I mean, granted, uh, the, it's a very different MLS than it was back then, but the fact that it's all single game knockouts, it's super fluky. It's, mm. 
you know, you've got a week in between the, the regular season and the playoffs or more than that. If you're unlucky enough to play on like that Tuesday game, really <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I, like, this is really going to be a test the next couple weeks and I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, listen, if we, if, if we go into the playoffs hot, I, I would, I would like nothing, nothing more than, than just like run through it and just like get to MLS cup and win it off of just like the weirdest run of all runs. Like, just like, let's do Colorado 2010, but like somehow like better in terms of just like, how did we get here? But okay, we'll take this, I guess. (laughs) Just, it'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious. I'd love it. Yeah, not not to not to poke too many bears, but like, yeah, uh, make you know make make the powers that be say that we're the best team in MLS after <laughs> New England. Absolutely. New England nearly, I mean, they're probably going to finish the season with with close to eighty points. Um, they are there. There's a very good chance they're going to break this, the points record this season. And if if we were to somehow. One, if they were to somehow not win MLS Cup, or if we were to somehow take it from them or something, I would, I would love for that to happen. Just, just to essentially just throw it into their face, and like now they're going to be stuck into in, in the mode like, wait, is MLS Cup the important thing, like, or is it the Shield? Like, I would love for them to just like roll back on everything they've ever said when yeah. we win the Shield if we somehow win MLS Cup on this kind yeah. of season. It, yeah, it is we, fun to speculate. It's very fun to speculate. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like, like, granted, I, I would care more about, you know, us winning, but, you know, MLS big time mad is it's just really funny to me. It's been very but, yeah. And, and I, I think having having already read some of the questions, I, I, I suppose we'll get to a, a big segment or, a, 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 yeah, a big example of that later on. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, but yeah, yes. I mean, certainly, like, like the ideal way to win MLS Cup is to just win a treble, but um, win it as part of a treble. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, the next best thing would be to do it in a season where, for the for yeah, mo- most of the year, like, like we we actually were terrible. Um, there was a good chunk of the season. Yeah, where we, were... we were not. We were we the you know talk talk about like like you know, slim margins of defeat, whatever, but like we lost almost every game and we were, we were right. Like we, we didn't win at home for like, for like what felt like three years. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Anyway, feel um, like that's, that's the piece on that. Yeah. Do we have anything else to talk about for the city game before we move on? Um, I don't think so. I, it I mean, wasn't. Just, it wasn't. It wasn't very. It wasn't a very eventful game. We scored in the third no. minute, and then like that. Then that was it. There was really nothing no. else that happened. Castellanos it, fell over a few times, uh, like as Castellanos tends to do. Um, Max Morales got mad a bunch of times because that's what players do when they come to RBA. Yeah, that was um, fun. I don't, like there wasn't really anything else. Like as a, as a spectacle of soccer, it was. It was one of the most tepid derbies uh, that that has been played. Uh, not yeah. not the worst, but like, and not to say it was a bad game. It was a very tactical game. Yes, yeah. um, it was clinical. Uh, it was very clinical, yeah. clean, neat. 
like no real yeah. frills to it yeah it just it, was it again like the there's there is the adage in italy that the perfect game ends nil nil and <laughs> the next best thing is to play the perfect you play the perfect game and your your opponent is slightly less than perfect yes um and they you know they go to sleep on a set piece in the third minute and that makes all the difference um on that topic of course like like beating city is is always brilliant but yes. like beating them scoring in the third minute and then just sort of just sort of you know constricting the life out of the game for the 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 remainder and because of course as we know like they they stop singing they turn into cardboard cutouts of themselves the, the supporters that is um w once they go behind at red bull arena and yeah. so the fact that we scored so early and for the entirety of the game well it was just it was just a field of cardboard cutouts up in the uh in, in the top corner in the away section. <laughs> it was like a FIFA 98, um, like, like had... the, the, the stands <laughs> are like a FIFA 98 where there's just like yes, weird like yes, exactly. animations and stuff. Yes, um, like they didn't even have like the opening 10 minutes to, to you know, go all out and, and then go quiet because, you know, that is also what they do. But uh, the, 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 the fact that like the, the goal comes, yeah, before, before they even got tired of singing, uh, it, it was, I think an underrated part of yeah, as it, as it had like a little bit of a tepid derby. Yeah, those are my favorite kind of goals I think at RBA, especially against City, where we just score in the first five minutes and like their energy is just yeah. sapped, like it's just done. Yeah. They just that's it, and they just and it happens all the time. It's yeah, it, it is uncanny how often <laughs> we, we score love on them scoring in the first in the first ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's so great. Um, but yeah, no, um, the one I, I, I just remembered that, like we were talking about how like City didn't have chances. There was one, I think there was one chance near the end of the game where Cornell made that really good save. Was that uh, the, the deflected yeah. shot, the deflected yeah, shot, the but deflected that, shot. Yeah. yeah, but like kudos to Cornell, man, yeah. for, for just still being kind of focused and, and alert enough to just like put a stop to that. Cause you know, when, when a game like that and, and there's not really like a lot of chances, like, other goalkeepers might might fall asleep at the wheel kind of thing so for him to kind of stay 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 focused and just uh push and, that away was great and not giving up a rebound is is yes. quite impressive because he really was on his back foot when he when he jumped to make the save and you thought even if he got a hand on it, it would be it would be pretty impressive but the fact that he was able to hold it um again like like we we've waxed lyrical about coronel um and it's it it, it, it can't be said enough like how how uh, how brilliant it has been to have him in goal after a, a little bit of a spell where we had no idea who was who was going who was going to be like a long term goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had I had one bit of criticism for him in this sure. game. He had like at least two or three uh, kicks yeah. that just yes. Where yes. the fuck were they going? Yeah. Like yes, it there was, was like the ghost of Luis Robles was possessing his leg. <laughs> I was thinking it, that happened like the first 20 minutes and I, and when those happened and they were kind of in, in kind of close there succession. There was one in the second half too. It wasn't okay. Yeah. But there was yeah. a, there was like a little point during the first Within half. Within like two minutes of each other. Yeah. That yeah. I was just like, oh, is Cornell going to have a bad game? Cause I really would not like him to do that right today yeah. of all days. And they, um, they were bad. I mean, they were like going out like on our own side of the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were yeah. really off. They were really off. Um, he he was recover, just he was yeah. just he was trying to work he was trying to work the the back line a little bit more because he knew that that 
NYCFC was really going to uh, offer very little in the second half. Yes. Um, and he and he figured it's like a good training exercise to have of course to have these scrubs yeah. uh, <laughs> come at them. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, an extra two or three times over the course of the game, no big exactly. deal. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, um, there's not really much else to touch on that game. I mean, with that game, that was our third straight win. Um, we did not jump them in the standings based on tiebreakers. We were, we were, we were, they were still eighth. We were still ninth. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just like I said, a good way to cap off their, our games with them. Just another win. Just com- continuing to to contribute to their complete uh, uh, landslide. It's it's wonderful. Love to see it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's nice. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, there's not really a lot of news to touch on um, this week. Uh, there was rumblings of a um, Uruguayan, I believe, um, striker forward for us. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah twenty-seven-year-old. Uh, forward 27 or 20 i think 22 27 no no he is 27 he's 27 um, oh the one yeah. i'm reading yeah. this entirely wrong uh yeah so it's, uh sebastian sosa sanchez um is is kind of there's rumblings about us kind of looking into him um played at uh independiente and estudiantes uh oh no those are the teams uh, looking at him i don't know where he's playing right now um but he's you know playing somewhere in argentina Somewhere in Argentina. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the low B clubs. Um, but yeah, he seems to be having a decent season. I think he's on uh, seven goals or something like that. Okay. Um, in in Argentina, like I, I'm not as averse to signing a 27 year old forward as 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 some people might be. I mean, we held on to Wright Phillips for w- way past that, um, w- with good reason, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think yeah, just sort of again thinking about the way that we've set up under Struber like it's not as imperative that the that uh, the striker will be pressing especially if if we are we are going to pivot away from the diamond midfield with two strikers up top and go with a lone forward um so I mean it, it seems to be a very like early stages rumor where like names are just thrown out and who, who knows how much of it is accurate but right exactly um, but yeah I mean uh Good to see your name out there. I guess good to see that we're yeah in the mix yeah I'm, for things out there like like w- w- rumor or no rumor like it should it should be clear that like the 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 cogs in the machine of uh, the Thelwell uh, administration are I, I didn't want to say regime and rhyme there <laughs> like an idiot <laughs> um, are are uh, yeah I mean they're they're working they're working overtime and. Uh, I, I mean, there's no reason to think that we won't have uh, a lot of reinforcements coming in just yeah. because of the work that he's already got, been able to get done. Despite, I mean, as I, I'm sure we'll get to later, like the salaries being released this afternoon, like actually, you know, it, it, there, there was this immense handicap placed on him <laughs> and he was still able to make 12 signings. Um, yeah. So uh, whether, whether it's him or some other guy, like don't really care. Um, uh like keep yeah keep doing it. keep yeah. the uh keep the positive momentum both front office and back office and on the field keep it going yeah i mean we'll segue right into the salary stuff i mean it yeah we'll briefly touch on it because not, there's not really a lot of stuff because i know we touched on it the last time they were released i guess early in the season um the only difference is like players that got came in during the summer transfer window we know their salaries now um so we know monzon's salary um 
but there's not really much else in terms of other news it's it's basically the same stuff we already knew pendant's making stupid amount of stupid amount of money uh so is like jorgensen and all those people who hopefully i mean we're probably looking at them not being around next year so that's a lot coming off the books um yeah i was looking at it today and it's like if you get rid of jensen jorgensen uh pendant egbo royer and god who's the sixth person Oh, damn it. It was, it was, there was one other person on that list. It was another international that like we have absolutely no use for. And it's like $1.2 million off the books and six international slots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, right now we're looking at, at if, if all those moves get made, um, we're looking at a lot of, you know, flexibility in terms of who, mm-hmm. who we can bring in um in the off season which is great it, it, it's good that with a competent front office um we can look at players and then maybe bring them in as opposed to just having more loans because we were essentially locked up with with all these kind of uh sandbag contracts yeah oh the uh the other person was diara Oh, oh, well, hold on. Oh, hold on. He's on $398,000. And, and he should be making more. $398,046. <laughs> Sorry. He should be making he should be making 47. Steve, the year renaissance um, has no limits, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like like the other the other five I I totally agree with you. And and there are even some maybe some guys who like I I wouldn't totally mind uh, seeing like not seeing return next year, who who maybe aren't international slots, but are making yeah. a, a lot of money. But but like like uh, as as uh, someone was very quick to point out in my in my mentions on Twitter, like uh, Yuba Diara had a few good touches against NYCFC. Um, as <laughs> I was crying game. tears of joy, um, <laughs> uh, watching him watching him stride onto the field Look. for the third Look. time this season, it was. It was one of the best days of my life, and we're gonna it make, was made by him. We're we're gonna make MLS Cup this year, and Ubidiara is going gonna score the game winning goal, and then go back to Austria. To yeah, because because that's it. He will it, he will never be better for us. Like it, you either like die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Like let him get us MLS cup and then just like fade to black. And that's if, it. If that, and... if, if that, that's that, winning a trophy is like the, the, the one exception, I, I will concede that to you. Um, it, it's the, the, it's the only, the it fastest. is the only thing that's of course missing from the Muhammad Keita lore in, yes. Uh, yes. On, in our, the RBNY fan. Like, like again, like one of one of truly like in, in in the like fifteen years I've been like vaguely following Red Bulls soccer. Like Mohamed Keita is is like one of one of my all time heroes, and <laughs> Just it, it is because Carlos he was Rivas. such. A, yes, there is another one. Yeah, I mean Carlos Rivas is is actually something else. Like even in a different stratosphere, because. Um, he is actually like representative of like the like the the excess of uh, of of that of that era where they really could just sign like a completely ineffective Carlos Riva because like <laughs> everyone else was just so good 
and and yeah. he still bags two goals, of course. Um, of course. Uh, but 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 yeah, like like going back to the main point, which is that like Yuba Diara is not a player that I'm looking to move on. In fact, like <laughs> like like he's even more so than 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 Klimala is is a, a symbol of everything that's actually good about this season hmm. um, to me. And, and so I, I did actually feel a little bit personally hurt when you suggested that we move him <laughs> on. <laughs> like, like, like nearly as personally hurt as when you, when you forced me to, to drink a Bud Light orange. That was physically hurt, but, you know. Physical pain so, as opposed to emotional pain that Steve just Physical saw. pain and emotional pain are the same thing. Everyone knows this. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's just as far as you can see. Uh, so all right so that's it for the salary stuff um i mean i guess we can kind of do like a quick out of town scores thing given that it's the time of year where we kind of have to kind of scoreboard watch um there was a bunch of games tonight um tonight's wednesday by the way if you're listening to this some other day um so basically all of the east plays played except for us um i guess games of of note for at least for our for our benefit are the orlando city montreal game which ended 1-1 um new england beat dc uh 3-2 um atlanta and city drew 1-1 and right and national columbus ended 1-1 also was there anything else those are the kind of uh, minnesota beat philly 3-2 Okay. Um, yeah. And Inter Miami beat Toronto three nothing. That's okay. That's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was that that little blip of like after like when they brought in the interim guy and he they had like a couple good results. It's like is Toronto research? No, they're not. No, they're garbage. Uh, and they should remain garbage for as long as they 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 want um, or they can. Um, so yeah, that puts right now the East is just. Oh, a wild fucking scene um right now there's six points separating third to ninth um we could potentially if we continue like if everything lines up correctly we could possibly get up to second like if that is that going to happen it's, it's very nashville hard would, nashville would have to collapse get- six points out of the last four games. Which, yeah, Nashville had to collapse. I mean, they would lose two, win two. Uh, I mean, they don't lose them on wins. So, yeah, man, they don't. Um, but, they have the least I, losses in the league. You, you, th- yeah, you think it's New England? they have 16 draws. Yeah. yeah. But, well, I mean, that's very respectable. Yeah. It's just a statement of fact. I'm just saying they don't lose a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's this, in, I didn't expect to see, I guess like a month and a half ago, two months ago to, that, that this would end up, the East would shake out like this, um, which leads to a pretty exciting end, end to the season and, that, and we're involved in it, which is great. Yeah. And, and it, it's certainly, again, kind of said it already, but it's certainly better to be one of the teams that that's hitting form right now versus one of the teams that was uh in in the upper places and is is quickly losing steam um as it seems some of them are doing i mean all all, all the results again so, so i'm i i did not watch any of these games because i i refuse i refuse to scoreboard watch mm-hmm. um but uh all these results are are good for us in in, in you know our in our climb up the table um and 
Uh, I don't know. Again, you just have to think that there's like, there's not a whole lot of quality in these teams. Um, and if we're hitting our stride right now, like it, it, it does look to be setting up nicely for us. I've got my fingers crossed. It's an exciting time of the season to, you know, to, to, to be on like in the, in the Red Bulls camp for sure. I like how you just basically boiled it down to, we were, me and Steven and a lot of people were like the virgin, like, like scoreboard watchers versus you, the Chad Chicago yeah. Cincinnati yeah. enjoyer. Yes, <laughs> yes, right. right. <laughs> which ended, yeah, which well, was like, so like great, you were we, saying before we started recording, which was the best game of the night. Louis yeah, it was the best game of the night <laughs> so, um, for sure. For sure. I mean, and and yeah, it, like like I, I'm yeah, I'm I'm completely boxed into this mentality that like like wherever we finish doesn't actually matter. Like what I want to see is like us end the season in very good form and yes. and if that good form takes us up to eighth place and due to everyone else's endeavor we, we miss out on the playoffs and so be it um uh but yeah i'm like also i i'm as i said to you guys before we started recording like i don't like i already get enough sort of like mild stress out of watching my own team play soccer um uh i i don't i don't want to watch other games and be stressed out about the result and be like like tacitly god tacitly supporting atlanta or new york city FC. Yeah. Like, god yeah. that could never be me um <laughs> I, I mean or, or what's, what's kind new of new england and philly like two 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 again like like e even with my admiration for bruce arena as uh you know as a sort of like another sort of chad figure in in uh u.s soccer like yes like uh, no i'm not going to root for one of them against the other Right, like, right. Gross. No, thanks. Um, I, oh. I'm, I'm sticking to watching the two worst teams in, in, uh, in our conference play to a four, three game that ends with two stoppage time goals. Like, yeah. like that's, that, that's my, that's my ideal night of watching Damn. out of market Listen, soccer. I feel it. What, what's kind of insane is, uh, so everybody above us, except uh, New England has two has played two more games than us, but everybody above us has played one more game than us. Mm. Do, if things go like perfectly on Saturday, we could legitimately jump all the way up to third place <laughs> <laughs> with a game in hand. We could jump all the way up to third place. I mean, uh, that would on Saturday. On Saturday, we're at forty, and Philly's at forty-six. Wait. Oh no! I'm sorry. Oh no no! I was thinking I was thinking we're to playing. Fifth. We're getting sorry. Yeah, we could get the fifth. Yeah, sorry. we would we get if fifth. we beat Columbus and Atlanta loses. It's all goal differential at that point, but we can get up to fifth. Yeah, we could get up to fifth, but we would have the same number of wins as Philadelphia and Orlando. <laughs> wow, this league is fucking ridiculous. It's yeah. so ridiculous. It's so yeah, this there is, is definitely so a problem like, in we, Harrison, though. We we would be. <laughs> We'd be three points behind them with a game in hand and even on the first thing that matters. Yeah. And you, yeah. you just win that, that game in hand and you're only up third place. And, yeah. and Jesus fucking Christ. What, like, yeah, yeah, right. This fucking league. This is why I don't understand how that guy from Kansas City like got in trouble for betting on MLS games. Like, dude, you play in this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How did you even think that was a good idea for your money? Yeah, like what are you <laughs> like are you kidding me? You can't predict this there's fucking not, play. <laughs> there's what? not a single MLS game that I would that I would bet a dollar on 
and be confident. Like none. There's no stone cold locks in MLS. None. Zero. No. 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 None. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So let's go right into Columbus then. Um, While we're soccer team. Soccer team. They are a soccer team. Yeah. Oh wait, they are. I I always forget that they're MLS Cup champions because you know they're not. They're not. Um, right now, uh, they are a soccer team. They are currently in 10th place uh, with 37 points, t- uh, 10 wins, 7 draws, 12 losses. Uh, their last game was, oh, like, yeah, like I just said, the 1-1 draw uh, against Nashville. The last time we played them um, was back in September, middle of September. We lost 2-1 um, on the road. Um, that was the game where we scored, where Coleman scored in the 25th minute, and then nothing happened, and then they scored two goals pretty pretty late um into the game and you know that's all she wrote um um i actually have some breaking news about columbus oh yes uh-huh. um they think that zardes suffered an mcl injury oh tonight. damn uh Shit. he couldn't he didn't play the second half um but yeah so he might not be playing probably not playing on saturday wow yikes okay yeah well um, I guess taking that into consideration, what are our, our thoughts for that game then? It is still Columbus away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have seen them score eight seconds into the game. Um, <laughs> so I choose to laugh these... at that statement because if I think about it further, I will yeah. proceed to get upset about that. Statement. Yeah. Um, so like, I want to be positive. I want to say we run out of there with three points. Um. So I'm gonna do that. We're we're gonna get three points. Okay. Screw it. Any specific scoreline or or, or... Oh, for me? Um. No, 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 to Steve. If you. Oh. Uh, oh, sorry. I mean, if Zardes is out, like, I mean, Bradley will just score a hat trick on us. But <laughs> I thought we played well out there, except for the last 15 minutes of the game in September um which is the last that's the last game we lost right um i'm gonna say we win two nothing okay sweet all right pat uh i i feel like it's my duty to retire from predictions because i didn't make one last week and we won okay and i i'm yeah i'm I'm swearing it off until until uh, <laughs> I stop believing in the superstition. Okay, all right. So you're gonna keep the streak going for 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 purely superstitious reasons. Um, ah, no, I mean with no Zardis, it's Columbus away. It's the start of a four game double game week kind of thing. Um, we have DC midweek on the road as well. Are tickets see- still up for sale for that one? For DC, DC no, I closed yeah. out today. Oh, oh well. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we can win one nothing. I think we can at least. <laughs> I just as I realize that I'm gonna say we're gonna win another game one nothing. Um, yeah, I think we can get another one one nothing win on the road. They're they're a little bit hobbled um, offensively now um, with Zardis out. If he's out, um, I mean they're also still out like eight starters yeah also that um 
<clears throat> I think we shake off what we shake off uh, and learn from from the last game over there and get out of there with the win. Um, so I'm going to say one nothing. Um, I just realized because as as I talk more and more about double uh, games in the middle of the week, do we want to talk about DC? Because I don't think we're going to have time to re- to talk about to record an episode before that game. Yeah, it's a Wednesday. Yeah, game. let's talk about that too. Let's talk about DC. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, DC, oh man, it feels weird. Like, DC, they're a soccer team. No, they're not. Um, they're a scourge on the planet. Uh, DC United, um, they are uh, in seventh place right now, 41 points, uh, 12 wins, five draws, 13 losses. Uh, the last time we played them was a 1-1 draw at home. Uh, that was literally three days before we lost to Columbus away. Uh, so another midweek I mean, it's game. Like it's it's yep. rematches against the last two teams to uh, annoy us before before we uh, got into the before form. the streak started. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Um, so yeah, what do you what are we thinking? It's it's the it's the, you know the traditional midweek uh, rivalry game against DC down in DC, yeah. so no one can go to it. Right. Um, what are we feeling for that game? We'll, we'll, I don't even think at this point it's it's, it's a matter of who are who are we going to prepare better for? Like who are we going to kind of like have our starters? I think we're gonna. There's enough time between a game on Saturday and a game on Wednesday. I think to recover, there'll probably be some rotation, but nothing nothing crazy. Like my my thing has always been like these are professional athletes. Exactly. Yeah. Playing Saturday and Wednesday should not be a, a big problem for them. Like in in European second divisions where you play 46 games a season or something, <laughs> like you you are literally playing every like two games every week. Like yeah. and and no no one no one no one complains about it because it's yeah. just the norm with the uh, an insane schedule and MLS has an insane schedule as of late. Yeah. Um it should be pretty strong. Like like yeah, I mean w- once again I I I will kind of refuse to give an actual score prediction or even a result prediction but like it should be a, it should be close to you know the strongest lineup for both games um barring any injuries okay um, yeah because yeah, the next game the next game after that uh is at home that's montreal that's montreal yep spanish um, night with alex sensation we'll get to that next week right yeah <laughs> um we we have to win in DC. We can't we can't afford yeah. to not. Yeah. Um, I know everybody's like, oh, if if we win three of the last five games, no, like, no, no math, bad. no math. So, win every game. Win like win everything. Just yeah. win. Yeah. 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 None 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 of this none of this whole like like uh, magic number. It, it, yeah, magic number shit. Uh, like we're 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 like. Unlike a lot of the other teams in this league, like we actually are a soccer team, um, <laughs> and soccer teams go out and like like Herm Edwards said, like you play to win the game. Yes. Um, and there, like there, 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 there is no reason why an actual soccer team like us should be sitting here. Like like I, Struber is not you know uh, uh, you know dry erase markering uh, like equations on the board in the locker room like. He's preparing them to win games. So, like, 
I don't see any reason why, even at two games a week, like why they should why they should be dropping points. Um, uh, again, especially since like some of these teams, like Columbus beat us last time, but they're in tenth place. They suck. DC is much more challenging. Like, did you, did you guys that, know that? that mm, sorry to interrupt mm, that, but did you guys no, know that Ola Kamara right now is in the lead for the Golden Boot with seventeen goals? Fake, fake season. Jesus Christ. That to me is the biggest <laughs> indictment on this season. If I if fake I were to, season. like what I how like I don't I don't understand. But yeah, that's yeah. yeah continue because I just I, uh, no it, yeah I mean it's it, not really anything that I haven't already said, but just like like. Columbus is not actually good. You should be able to win away. Um, and, and they would have done a few weeks ago, if not for a, a very disastrous last 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, DC away, like, that's a challenging one. Like, uh, you know, per, like, uh, at this point in the stage, they're all must-win games. Um, and there's, there's, like, there are going to be these, these games, like DC game, the Atlanta game in particular, where they are just, as you said, Chris, like basically a group stage, yeah. um, where where these these really are six pointers. Um, so, but like like certainly don't lose in DC. Montreal should be beatable at home. Atlanta should be beatable at home. Nashville away. That's gonna be. That's, that's gonna be... yeah. I mean, try not to think about that. But they also don't win that much. Um, <laughs> and we we already did They're... beat them. They're one draw away from tying half the season. <laughs> hey man, it's just Gary Smith soccer, man. It's just yeah. Um, I, I wish that were us. <laughs> that was us. In God, like, I wish that were me. Was that 2011 or 2012 under Baca when we had like 13 draws or something? Was it? I think it was 2011. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm gonna say we're gonna win in dc two to one now, Ola will still will score another goal but i think i think lamal will will, will will find the goal uh will find the net in that game um i think like that's the kind of game where like 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 a wiki or a ccj can kind of like make a shot from outside the box and just like like um catch him eat slipping and just yeah you know, like the, it's the this is the return of kaden clark wonder goals <laughs> oh <laughs> shit <laughs> who's that i don't know who that that, that person is i haven't heard that name in a long long time <laughs> who's wait who's who's being subbed in is that Caden clark's appendix yeah right exactly <laughs> we've animated it and it can apparently score volleys from midfield um so yeah it's it, this is the time of year now where like every it, i mean if it's for us every game we, we have to take it one game at, yeah like the cliche take it one game at a time but these are all games that, that are um challenges that i think we can we can we can meet we can meet like we can step up to the challenge and and kind of overcome them so just to just have to do it uh questions question time yeah all right uh question time um i don't know i don't know lyrics this week um there's i'm re i'm looking at a picture of alex Moyle. uh anyways <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing this week. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll do better next week. Um, let's start with... Um, uh, thank you for sending questions, by the way, guys. Uh, first question is from Brian Schwamber, too. I'm asking, are a slew of one nothing wins a sign of good luck or good strategy? 
Oh, uh, this 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 is this is a question like tailor made for me, the the student of Italian soccer. No, <laughs> like it depends. It depends. Um, there are one nils. I don't want to invoke the name too much, but like under Chris Armas, like we had a lot of one nil zone wins that were not good in any way but the score line. Like the mm. performance on the field was terrible, hanging on to first half goal leads by a thread, um, and uh, com- completely failing to impose your will on the opposition, and yes, winning through you know, uh, you know whether teams hitting the post five or six times or VAR decisions or what what have you. Those are very unimpressive, totally unsustainable, um, as as they eventually proved to be. Um, there there is there is a type of one nil win where uh, like think of again like my you know my managerial idol Jose Mourinho who built much of his, you know, much of his, uh, his managerial, uh, managerial, um, you know, excellence on these defensively rigid performances, uh, first at Porto and then at Chelsea and later on elsewhere, where like it, it, it was totally realistic for the team to win one nil and, uh, you know, be in control of every aspect of the game. Right. And almost, it almost like makes it more insulting because like we could score more, but we, we, we don't really feel we like it. We simply choose and, not to. Yeah, we, we choose not to score more. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, again, perfect game ends 1-0. Like, like the slightly less than perfect game ends 1-0 ends um, to the team that was perfect. Uh, mm. And... Um, uh, being able to play the perfect game and to force your opponents into, uh, you know, costly mistakes, which I actually think like sort of goes hand in hand with like the Red Bull philosophy. Um, if, if we're going to, if we're going to bring that up, like the, the idea that goal scoring is, is uh, largely the result of, of one team being able to, to force errors from the other one. Um as was the case a few days ago where, you know, it's a, it's a simple set piece where, where uh, one header gets flicked on and uh, Caceres loses his marker. Right. Like, like it just around the six yard box, like that, like that is a defensive error. Um, uh, Generally that would be more associated of course with high pressing, but even without that uh, yeah, it's like, like that is, that is a very, like a very impressive way to win games and it, it is totally sustainable because uh, the level of control that you're exhibiting over your opponents is not, is not fluky. It is yeah. a dangerous game um, because soccer is a sport where uh, you know, freaky things happen and, and it, it, it can take like, like uh, all, all, you know, uh, just a simple like wicked deflections or, or fake penalties or again, sort of set pieces <laughs> where one guy out muscles another yeah. to, uh, to cost you points. But yeah, I, I, I think that we're leaning uh, more towards the latter explanation of, of one nil wins than, than the, 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 the shitty zone ones. Yeah. I think of lucky one nil wins as like games that are nil nil and then like we score a goal late and like, like just like get out of this, like try to escape with it. Like mm-hmm. us scoring early and just kind of keeping control of a game to the point where where we we slowly suffocate the opponent is is a, a more tactically sound win as opposed to just like us just like shit hoofing it and getting a goal and just like being like oh wow and and then us fighting for our life to to keep it 
Um, the, the, yeah, the the idea that like a goal, especially late on the match, is like there's almost more a sigh of relief than than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whereas, uh, yeah, I mean, and and kind of the understanding that it could have come for either team de- depends, of course, on the flow of the game. But yeah, I, I think the, the the more pithy way to uh, uh, respond to this question would just be like like. Yes, it's sustainable because of the way that we're doing it, as opposed to, um, you know, yeah, just kind of lucking ourselves into like one nil wins against teams that were very profligate in front of goal. Right, exactly. Steve? I don't think I could say anything to follow that from Pat. <laughs> he, like, he, he, he fell asleep because it was so boring. <laughs> I, I heard Jose Mourinho, and I immediately just yes. out. <laughs> yes. I yes. just glassed over and just, yeah. just into space. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like that, that. That's definitely one of the things that, like, like we could get into a serious argument on. I feel. I feel like you don't respect him as much oh, as you should. I it's like Mourinho. Yuba Diara, um, and, and and any any uh, any other one of my heroes I, that you want to come at. I just want to say I am still proud of the fact that Sean Davis helped get Mourinho fired from Chelsea the second time. Well, I mean the the club was clearly you know going to shit at the administrational level anyway. Um, yeah, uh, but the fact <laughs> that like the the, the here the we go that, the the fact that like three months. Three months after that loss to like Red Bull Two, he's yelling and screaming at them in the locker room, and he's like, "The fucking Red Bull U twenty three team beat us!" <laughs> like he was still. In it his shows hands. how much he respects us. Like that. Yes, that to absolutely. me, like that's to to me, Look. like that. That's another reason to, to to you know to to continue to think he's brilliant because like he recognizes how like he how, how our great brilliance. how yeah how great like our are you know the the golden generation or golden era rather of 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 New York Red Bull soccer was um, real recognized no, real I, and held I, and held it over held it over his his tattooed millionaire prima donna players yes i like you can't I, you can't coach at the highest level like you, like look the, what you've done <laughs> i want I want Mourinho to come and, and coach an MLS, but only if we get like a Sunderland till I die style video, like fought like a, a documentary following him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want <laughs> I want to see him like getting to the airport and finding out that he has to fly coach. Like, like what? Like, are you kidding me? I I want I want an entire episode of them like sitting in the boardroom like just exhausted trying to explain to him the difference between gam and tam uh, he would and walk out the room th- that would be br- i mean like i i i would love to see that yeah um, and like, would... why why he can't have more than three designated players because let alone what the understands hell a designated, designated player is. Players, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like he doesn't understand why he can only have three right like that's what I want. I, I for yeah. the hilarity of it, I want to see him trying to figure out MLS and just like getting so frustrated. Ted Lasso, it, it, it would out. be it would be the the perfect the perfect horrible marriage because like he he I mean people who don't know much about soccer um, 
will say that like he's been sort of lapped by the European game and he's he's now a dinosaur um, in, in Europe. And then like MLS already kind of started, uh, you know, uh, in in a way in which like it it sort of like pushed the boundaries of like of like what what the soccer gods would reasonably allow to their sport to become. Yeah. Um, and even toning it back a bit by getting rid of like the, the crazy shootouts and, 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 you know, divisions of four and whatnot. Like it's still, uh, it, it's still definitely the most out there league in terms of, in terms of the rules kind of deviating from the norm. And yeah, he, like, like it is, it is the kind of thing that would drive him completely up the wall. Yeah. I'd I love, just, yeah, I, I, I would love to see, and this is such a like Matt Doyle thing to say. I'm very sorry. Um, he, of course, he, he would say this about someone else, but like so, someone way less cool. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I would love to see Jose Mourinho uh, come, come to America and manage like Houston Dynamo or something. <laughs> someone who we don't have to. If it's not going to be us, like it's someone who we don't have like to. Like a play. Western Conference team, we don't yeah, work about. Western yeah, Western Conference yeah, yeah. team, we will never play again because. Uh, you know that that's that seems to be the future of the league. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, the tweet today that was like, "What's Ali gonna do after he gets fired from United?" And somebody said he's gonna coach Inter Miami. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. I now I need to see that. Yeah. And apparently Benzema no, is like, "I'm gonna be 34 next year. Like I'm right. gonna keep playing and go to MLS." And it's like, please, for the love of God, sign with Miami. But they have to keep everyone else too. Yes. Like yeah. they can't get rid of anybody. They just every keep. single player that they have is on a contract for life. Yes. Yes. And like, so it's like 49 year old Blaze Matuti is out there, <laughs> like just the Eagleian brothers are just like. Tr like dying on the field every week yeah and and uh and both Iguain brothers are actively smoking while yes. playing yes <laughs> I, I was gonna say benzema is is the guy who they have to send to their like usl3 club because yeah. they can't they can't uh keep him on the squad within the rules of the league uh so so he comes here and plays like one season in in usl uh and and then just goes back to France and serves his prison sentence or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for your question, Brian. Appreciate that one. Uh, Gabe uh, uh, Giliendo asked, uh, why is the big mad energy for guests at RBA spreading to the media? Why is everyone trying to scrap with us? Um, I think he's talking about just the, uh, <laughs> just the, Twitter violence that happened after the uh, the city game where people we, got... we were assaulted. It I, I didn't like, yeah. listen. I made my tweet about how I enjoyed the game and then I got offline. I yeah. <laughs> did. Yeah, did you I completely don't... miss everything? I know. I, I caught glimpses of it, and all of it was justified on our side. Like it, yeah, it, it, MLS Digital just continued their their like, oh, we're big mad. How dare you criticize us? Energy and it's just like shut yeah. up yeah yeah they were it's, like they were like oh why why do, why should we care about a ninth place team well you keep mm -hmm. writing fucking articles about lmc and they're also in ninth place yeah like and like, i mean it, it was it was such a tell because like the, the original like throwaway joke of course was was that you know like like don't harass them because they're too busy working on stuff for like national team yeah and it's it's such a tell that like they saw that 
and said, well, we don't care about you. You're in ninth place anyway. Well, the joke wasn't about us. Yeah. Like, yeah just, you've yeah, made it about is... us. You that's, that's what I mean. Like we were attacked. Like, yeah, like this, like, I, I want to, this was an act of terrorism. Break, the next international break, I'm going to do uh, a scientific experiment in which I look at the Bundesliga website, the Premier League website, La Liga, everybody like just send in league websites I should look at to count the number of articles written about the national team on. Yeah. Because uh, this is just so like, it's tiring. I, I'm not even mad. Like, it's just funny at this point, but like exhaustingly funny. Like, you're a bunch of fucking hacks that are terrible at your job that, like, go write for ussoccer.com. Like, stop. I mean, at this, at this point, they should just create a separate arm to their, like, digital yeah, where like, media. Is, where is some.com? Like, why aren't they <laughs> using that? I uh, just... <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it, it just goes back. And, and, I mean, I've seen tweets also, not just from, like, like rbny people i've seen tweets from like other mls like fans that are just basically echoing the same sentiment that it's just like yeah you guys are don't really cover the league to the degree that you should and when you get called out for it you get really defensive and it's kind of like it's kind of like well are you guys mls writers are you guys national team writers um and, and i think there was some i think there was one tweet i saw where someone mentioned that like Oh, I really enjoy your guys' recaps about the national team, and like I think, yeah. was, and someone was like, "Yeah, yeah one, that one gets of the replies to get the most hits." Yeah, right. And it's just like, well, right. you're not really. Then again, I go back to saying like, you guys should just sh do an offshoot just to talk about the national team more and like get people that actually care about the league to like talk about the league. Yeah. Well, sorry, it's I, not I, even I annoying when it's like during an international break. But yeah, I mean, th there, there would literally be times where there are like five or six MLS games on, the, you know, and and yeah, all the, all the main stories and, and all the like the main topics of the, the podcast would, would be about international soccer. Um, and, and yeah, you know, the, the stuff that really gets me is when Doyle is like, I've dropped a name, oops, um, is when Doyle is like, you know, obsessing over like roster predictions as was mentioned in the 202 joke or like or like you know transfer rumors about where rivaldo pepperoni is going to end up like i don't, <laughs> I don't even if that's like mls related like it's it's not it's not your job it it, no. it, it is not your job and it's coming and yeah, from a place i, I don't have from a place where you're it's not coming from a rooted um dedication to the league it's coming from a rooted kind of interest in the national team like right you want to, it's like yeah freaking ricky pepperoni is going to go to like a team in europe um but like okay but like we send players to europe all the time why is this so important oh wait he plays the national team i get it okay yeah uh, i mean uh right all, all i really have you know in 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 my head about this is that it, it, it again it is sort of such a tell of like there's definitely some deeper animosity like towards us than than they're letting on i, I don't want to get too conspiracy brained about this because oh, yeah, that always I mean, makes you look like an asshole but there's definitely yeah i mean like they straight up do not like us um yeah i mean what's his name what's his name uh what did i call him on twitter l rob hubert 
Uh, oh. was it uh, Sam Jones? Is oh. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Atlanta guy. Yeah, he's right. a fucking dirty South soccer guy. Yeah. He's he's a yeah. fat fuck Rob guy. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, when you when you stack your offices with shitty people like that and lose great people like uh, Bobby Warshaw, like Ariel, Bobby Warshaw, uh, Ariel Castillo, like you, you lose these people that like weren't so much like. I don't know. They 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 weren't confrontational. They weren't antagonistic. Like I I, I almost feel like next year we're gonna find out that Merced is now writing for MLS. <laughs> that like, that's top. just the next thing. It's yeah. gotta be fucking Merced. Yeah, sure. The Red Bulls might have won the treble, but do you remember that time that they were singing about Harambe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, wasn't even, he he was mad about us singing about Harambe, but not about us singing about like every single player on the team being John Harks's kid. Right. Like, <laughs> like he wasn't mad about that. Oh, it's man. Just... Christ. Yeah. It's 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 what it just boils down to is just I think us as a fan base, at least on Twitter, just kind of see through their bullshit not just in the national team thing where but also in just terms of like how they direct um their media in terms of us where it's just like oh this just looks like bait for impression clicks and like yeah. you're just like everything you're doing is just to fill a quota to get like hey i'm this this made this got a lot of clicks like like as opposed to actually like having good tactical analysis about yeah. what's going on in the league. So yeah, like like MLS Major League Soccer Soccer.com is essentially just BuzzFeed at this point. Oh no, yeah. yeah. So fucking listicles yeah. and like quizzes about which US men's national team player are you. <laughs> like it's just so dumb. It's dumb. Thank you for the question, Gabe. Um Nerdwitch asked um Let's go something light. So he says, um, who do you think are the best uh, and worst cooks on the team uh, currently? Uh, John Tolkien is the best. And the reason I say that is because he's the freshest off of like probably taking like high school culinary arts class. <laughs> um, and That's a thing. Probably. New York City high school. Like, yeah, we didn't have that either. We didn't have that shit. I, I, I assume, yeah, I assume he, I mean, He's he's from Chatham, pretty yeah. pretty yeah, pretty rich kid suburb. Uh, definitely had stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, right out the gate, I'm just gonna say the worst cook is is Mandela Egbo just for that that tuna fish yes, and corn pizza. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Forgot um, about that. I'm I'm gonna say it's uh it's Nealis because best or worst best. Okay. Um, because I was on that uh, um that like burger cook-off thing they had last year on zoom yeah and he was the only one that used a grill so okay what did everyone else like, uh like, like stovetop skillet yeah oh yeah uh but no he was like so the grilling backyard. is different from cooking i i don't know how deep we want to get into that but like that's not the <laughs> I mean, same it's thing still cooking i, mean, I know i know like i know like people who are very good on a grill something. who i would not trust them to make me anything from a stove like they're they're two completely different skill sets uh it's it's like it's like the question last week where we determined that that uh, focaccia was not a good answer for like the, the question about bread because that's not right. really just bread it's it's, it's not bread it's, it's, a, it's, it's not 
Right. It's it's its own thing. Yeah. Um, if you it, like, if you go to Italy and call it focaccia bread, they'll they'll laugh you out of the place. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So grilling and cooking are two two different. Okay. Um. That can be your answer. I was. You know what? You know what? It's I, Sean Davis. I was gonna say Sean Davis because I think I remember seeing something where he he he's well, right? Because isn't doesn't his, his mom have his mom a, his mom like, like cook yes. on TikTok? Yes, 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 she does. And right, and and anybody that's like multicultural in the household is automatically better at cooking because like <laughs> if 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 you're if you have like more than one type of food available for you at home, like that's a big thing. It is. It is. I try. I'm not, I don't know. I wouldn't consider myself a very good cook. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't know, man. You make really good egos with. That's right. With American cheese. Listen, and man, our Don't don't talk. Sh- don't man. Don't talk. I'm not. Sh- I'm not. There's been enough animosity on this episode. I think that's, between the three of us, ego cheese sandwiches are my my food equivalent of Yuba Diara. So please, <laughs> uh, don't talk mess um i just wanted to, to point out the fact that yes if alex Moyer was still on the team he would probably be number one based on just yeah. his, his affinity for sauces uh, i remember me and monica watched him on one of those zoom like cooking things back during the uh the pandemic and he was just chefing it up and he what he made looked pretty good but he he, he just talked about how much he enjoyed just different sauces so miss you miss you alex uh, thank you for the question, <laughs> Nerdwitch. Uh, Stadium Chance asked, um, there was some actual noise around me in 101 when Alex Toussaint showed up on the Jumbotron. What niche sports adjacent celebrity would you be most excited to see at RBA? Do you guys know who Alex Toussaint is? Uh, is that the guy no. with the blue hair? No, that was Blessed. That's a, oh. that was a Spanish uh, reggaeton artist. Alex uh. Toussaint, they just randomly show on the screen. Um, I think during halftime or something like that. Um, he's like a, a, like a I guess famous Peloton instructor or something like that. I had to Google it. I figured uh, I was like, so he, like, people know him from like the Peloton like training videos or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so who, what niche sports uh, adjacent celebrity would you be most excited to see at RBA? Uh, trying to sports sports adjacent. So like, it can be like trainers. It can be like. I guess niche. Like, I, I my brain immediately went to like wrestlers, but like, is that a niche? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this is probably this is probably totally the wrong ballpark. But like, I I'm thinking of like uh, a handful of punk rock bands who are also like into sports and in, in some way, like yeah. uh, the guys from Anti Flag being big Pittsburgh Penguins fans. Yeah, um, or like Bouncing Souls. Yeah. Right. 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 Right actual like rbny i mean i i i used to see a couple times i saw um alex rosamilia from gaslight anthem like in 101 sort of sitting sitting towards the back uh giving pinto the death stare probably <laughs> um uh i haven't seen him in a while but there there were up until not terribly long ago i used to see him at games um and and yeah i guess occasionally he was actually in the section um uh, so yeah, some that, that that's where my brain went. Like you're I, like musician. I don't know like if that. Music. I don't know if that's. Yeah, that's, exactly. I mean, sports adjacent. I don't know if that's. Ex- yeah, if 
that's exactly what the question was asking. But yeah, that's, uh, well, yeah. I mean, we we do play uh, Bulls on Parade, so like I don't know, like Tom Morello, Tom Morello, Tom Morello just like shows up and he's just like there, <laughs> there. Yeah, Zach he Dolmarsh doesn't, he just doesn't even know why he's there. He's just there, <laughs> really fucking confused. Like, I don't know how I ended up here. Just took a yeah. train and ended up here um yeah i'm just gonna go to, i guess the wrestler route and i'd say like santana ortiz just because i think they're kind of like fans but like not quite sure but just to see them like on the on, on like on the teleprompt like on the on the jumbo screens like they just show them and then they like announce that there's gonna be like a pay-per-view at rva and like I, like that would be like the double whammy of just being like oh shit cool yeah uh Thank you for the question, Stadium Chance. And I guess, you, well, we were going to go back to the last question, the question you had last week about Squid Game, because now now that me and Pat are pretty much, like, we, we I have, like, basically 10 minutes left <laughs> of, the, of the last episode. So what was going to be your question? Uh, yeah, so spoiler alert, I guess. Oh, wait, yeah, let me, let me, yeah, let me preface this. So, like, the next probably, like, 10 minutes um we'll probably be squid game spoilers so if you yeah we'll basically it. do like yeah so we all think we're gonna win in columbus and blah 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 yes. yada, yada, yada. okay squid games yeah um who would win who on the team would win squid games who on the team would win squid games? so last week i i sort of i said i hadn't watched it and then blurted out carlos cornell um yeah and <laughs> i don't I don't, I don't think, think so. that there's any reason to think that he wouldn't win. Like, like he, he, I don't uh, know, man. I'm, I, I'm, no. I'm grass. I'm, I'm literally grasping at straws, not literally, but you know, <laughs> figuratively, literally grasping at straws. He's the guy who, you know, came in, everyone was like, this guy sucks. Like same thing. Like the, the, the main character in squid game, of course, is like, like this deeply indebted, you know, sort of like a failure of an adult human, um, uh, you know, disappointing to everyone around him. Um, and, uh, despite like all the, uh, you know, all the, you know, intensity and the drama that surrounds him in the, in the squid game arena, he, he's able to persevere through, um, and and win and i feel like carlos cornell uh finding his form at at perfectly the right time of the season even when nobody else seemed to be doing so uh, is emblematic of of his his ability also it would be ubdr there would be two winners <laughs> see i want to say that it would be uh what's his name the new french guy drama uh, yeah just because like and everybody else has been here, so like it'd be harder for them to like just go out and like purposely kill one of their teammates. But like this guy doesn't fucking know anybody. Like <laughs> yeah. the fuck does he care? Like yeah. who are you? Like oh you yeah. were on this team? All right, yeah, like you did now. Yeah. Like, he would <laughs> right. He would he would totally push uh push John Tolkien through uh, an untempered glass floor if, <laughs> if it came down to it, wouldn't he? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. I think my um, I, I immediately my brain immediately went to Tom Edwards, but I think my final yeah, two would be mine too. Did too. My my final two would be Edwards and Klamala. I Klamala. He there's the, he what is his nickname? The Devil. The, yeah. Like that he's he, he I think he'd be super ruthless in that game. 
Yeah. Like yeah, but so picture. so was that ta- that gangster with the tattoo on his face. He was pretty ruthless and and it got him pretty far, but it did in the end far. it also ended up being his downfall. His, his downfall. In yeah. in a sense. Yeah. In a way. I don't know. Um, I think I don't think I think he ha- Kamala has more of of the mindset of like what's the 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 not the main character but like the the other guy where he he's Oh, um, the, the friend the friend yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, he's there and he knows what it's about and he, he he'll do anything it takes and and his his sights are set on winning winning the game um, yeah for fear of you know if he loses he dies or if the game is over he you know gets arrested for all the shit he did <laughs> so yeah. i think i think Lamala would probably be my pick to to win a squid an rbny squid game <laughs> Because there yeah. is, I mean, c- correct me if I'm wrong, but there is there is nothing explicitly saying that more than one person can't win, right? No, one person wins. Is it? Because like the, the the final game being Squid Game, hypothetically, if it were more than if it were more than one person, it would have been. Yeah, if it was a team or of it were, four. If it were a team of four, like you you wouldn't have a sixth game. You would have you would have four winners divide. Reading, you know, a little bit between In, the lines, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but the cause, fact cause that the, they're, the, like when he when he's going through the files, he looks like every single year only has one winner. Yes, like there's no uh, year. Right. That's, okay. There's no I, year. That, yes, that's that. That is true. Yeah, I think we can all accept that that um, Father I, I, would be the 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 number one, like the old dude, just like yeah. the, guy, the guy that everyone under yeah. who, who's that? Who's that? Father Reno. Yeah. Yeah, he's just the guy that like is unassuming, but just like is a is a mastermind. <laughs> no, I, I I I I miss it. Who who, who are we comparing? Oh, I said Padrino. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yes. wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's pretty fucked up. He would never do that. No, he would. <laughs> We're not gonna get super into it, but no, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. No. Getting super into it is the only purpose I have on this on this podcast. You know, <laughs> if getting we're... way too mad about things that that don't matter and getting really into it, yeah, yeah. You, you know, if if we're looking at like like all time rosters, I'd have to go with Rafa Marquez. Like Rafa, Rafa or Janino would no, so, would win. No, so Rafa to me is the tattooed gangster guy. Well, yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah. Juninho like, is a good shout because like, like yeah. you know, very much, very much a sort of like unassuming nice guy. Yeah. Um, who, uh, yeah, could, could in, in some way or another parallel the main character. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Speaking of, he, is, is he a ball, uh, ball Nosaro guy or? No, no, no. He was, he was one of the, he was one he, of the. The, the handful he, of that's, like that's high profile Brazilians who were yeah who were yeah Jujinho yeah, was a little guy Jujinho was a little yeah guy. yeah did yeah. you uh, did you see that the the Brazilian Senate is recommending criminal charges for mass murder against uh, who against Bolsonaro Bolsonaro really Bolsonaro yeah oh, yeah boy. uh for uh for pushing herd immunity. <laughs> 
they're saying well, that he's he's uh to blame for hundreds of thousands of deaths well listen the guy got covid the most out of any human on the planet yeah. so. <laughs> every <laughs> he's week that guy on tiktok that's like just stay away from me like i already got covid three times how the fuck did you get it three times listen man he's just really out there trying to get it <laughs> did you see the thing that uh, with santos where like he said that he was gonna go out there for like some ceremony or something like that in santos right they didn't let him in yeah, they didn't nice. let him in. It's like, no, dude, you're not vaccinated. You can't That's come wonderful. in. Wonderful. <laughs> so great. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. Like, like he, he. I mean, again, there, there's obviously nothing terribly funny about these, you know, these no. right wing dictators. Yeah. Uh, but like, like I, I do at least appreciate that. Like the, the, the most recent slew of them, like whether him or like Trump are just like these fascinatingly like incompetent characters that uh, seem to even alienate those closest to them. Um, and in like Bolson, like, like we, we, like both of them, you know, very prolific presences on Twitter that like, I, I wish we had Trump back. To this I'm day. I'm happy that, yeah. Even his like, statements that he releases for like random like events are just like, <laughs> just peak, like just, Twitter gold. Like you're, you're human. I hope you, somebody clips. I hope somebody clips Pat saying, "I I wish we had." I Trump wish we had Trump. <laughs> like I I want someone clip that for me so I can make that my ringtone. Clip it, right. ship it boys. We got them. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, no. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, for the like, I I just want to make it clear that for the last like six months, View from Two Hundred Two has been endorsing Curtis Sliwa. So, oh, I, I have Christ. I have very little in terms of like, in, in terms of you know bodies in the closet here. Listen, man, he's got he's got his he's just he's got a cool hat. What's wrong with him? <laughs> Out there shaking hands while while that man lives in his ivory tower in Fort Lee. Okay. <laughs> like, come on. At least it's his own ivory tower. <laughs> Oh man, how did we end up in like New York City mayoral, mayoral ter- like talk? Oh. Let's let's quickly. The the, the, the worst yeah. thing about this is like everyone who hasn't seen Squid Game and like intends to watch it is going to say, "Oh, I don't want spoilers," so they're going to cut off the last ten minutes <laughs> yeah, and they'll they'll miss, miss the best part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so man. I'll mark it here in the recording. Like, hey, we're not talking about Squid Game anymore. Somehow we stumbled onto the the New York mayoral race um yeah. but and also we're wrapping up the episode um yeah. so we're saying i mean steve uh, pat you're omitting yourself in predictions i understand yes. uh steve we're both saying wins against columbus and dc um and yeah that that's that's gonna be it we'll we'll come back next week to talk about these two games and then montreal and then atlanta um before then the last game of this the this season regular season uh, against Nashville. Um, so until then, we will see you guys next week. Yep. Uh, goodbye. See ya. Peace. Bye.